0: Welcome to General Admission. The Jenny's year end awards. Woo, what a year it has been. Today is uh December 21st, I hope. If I edit this in time. Um, we'll see. It's great to be, it's great to be here. Uh second year. Uh I got my champagne. Cheers. Cheers, Brett. Cheers. It's crazy. It's the end of year two already. like we just know. started. I know. What a what a year it's been. We got we got blink back together this year. We had fucking new Linkin Park and Beatles songs like Come Out of Nowhere. The Foo Fighters
1: we had, went through a lot.
0: <laughs> they went through a lot and are still been going through back. a lot because yeah. they just don't stop touring. <laughs> I it blows my mind. They're already on the top of festivals for next year. Which, like, that's a whole other thing that we don't have to dive into. But anyone who's been to festivals, they look at next year, They're like, oh, I got to see the Foo Fighters again. It's weird. And Weezer. And Weezer. Yeah, Weezer's still trudging along. We had AI songs this year. That was kind of cool.
1: Probably the weirdest (laughs) part of the year. Yeah. I can only imagine what next year's going to bring
0: as AI gets smarter. I hope like our favorite album next year is AI. I don't hope that, but <laughs> I just hope something happens with AI because it's, it's, it's exciting. And what weird. band that we
1: like would be the most likely to drop an AI album? Who?
0: Blink? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blink AI-D2? <laughs> uh, I feel like I could see like your favorite artist ever, Ronnie Radke, doing something ridiculous with AI. That would be very fitting of him. Fallout. Fallout Boy just fires all their guitarists and uses AI guitar. That definitely didn't happen already. <laughs> no, but they're they're scattered throughout these year end things. Stardust is there's stardust sprinkled over this episode for sure. It's
1: still, like, I forgot that was this year.
0: <laughs> it's weird. There's a lot of things. Like, last year we had the, holy shit, that show was this year of the year award. Which, like, I didn't have as many nominees for. I, like, I didn't even really put it on our list. But I went to that microwave show in, like, March. And that show doesn't feel like it was this year at all.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you go the first three months of the year by the time you hit december it doesn't feel like the same year anymore
0: yeah because it's like another winter and we're in winter it's just it gets it's very confusing the seasons ask rivers como about it beat me to it (laughs) but yeah most most of our shows this year didn't really start till like april so there we don't really have any holy shit that show was this year of of the year but we did have a lot of a lot of good guests this year we we met talked to a lot of nice people
1: did and pretty much an all-star lineup this year, I'd say.
0: Yeah. I think I think in the same vein of holy shit, that was this year. Our halogens interview was this year. I mean it was like the okay, second. Feels week, like last year. Yeah. Second week of January. So like it's about as tight as it can be, but that was this year. They were my first show of the year too. I went and saw them at the lanes not long after that. But we, we had a good little run of of smaller emo bands slash pop punk like we had halogens uh palette knife with the new game album that was a great one um later on we had cody okonski of millington uh skylar sarkis taking meds that i feel like they're all like in the same same kind of world um screaming females
1: heroes on too with uh benny horowitz of town liar and gaslight Yes. And the rest of the guys of Town Liar, of course. Of course. Alan
0: Day. Alan it's Day like was awesome. Bucket list guest for me. So that was incredible to do. That was so cool. He was in like his half finished house. Just like <laughs> he like took a break from from construction to talk to us, which was which was very, very nice of him. It was very candid, too, which was
1: awesome to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, We had on some some podcast mvps too we had brian colburn of my week, weekly, weekly mixtape for his second appearance on the show great Maybe, friend of the pod yeah yeah he's the man he he's so diligent on social media like i don't know how he does it but he just I, pumps out episodes
1: too and they're just from like so many different genres like he's doing he's killing it over there yeah with my weekly mixtape
0: yeah he he hustles like no other and i can always count on him to have some sort of music-related post up when I open social media, which is nice because there's a lot of other bullshit I could see, but instead I see Brian asking what everyone thinks of the Smashing Pumpkins or something random like that. I had some funny memes lately too,
1: like pictures playing on words that are classic rock songs.
0: Love that, like like uh, like Roger Waters and 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 Plant. <laughs> <laughs> Are they both named Roger? What the fuck is uh, the Led Zeppelin's guy's name? Robert Plant? Robert Plant. Yeah, that's. I was getting Robert Roger. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> that one meme, you know. Roger, your waters and plant. I don't know. <laughs> I'm that sure you could, you could make a connection somehow. Someone could connect the dots for me on that one. Um, we also had Rob Harville on of 60 songs that I explain the 90s of The Ringer. And that was like,
1: maybe our biggest guest ever ever (laughs) which is and i bought his book that to add to our list of books that we'll read halfway
0: yes yeah we have an award for for that that we'll (laughs) get to but yeah rob it's so funny because you know everyone gets their like year-end spotify stuff and we we get one as a podcast it tells you you know your your stats who you reached what episodes did well and his episode was 999 percent more listened to than all the others which is probably just the cap (laughs) i feel like that just means it went as high as it could go that episode dominated um and rightfully so i mean he's got like the number one music podcast i think in the world (laughs) something crazy like that he's at the top of all the charts and it was so cool of him to come talk to us really super nice down earth guy too yeah We love Rob would love to anytime open invite Rob come back on and spike our listens again. He tweeted about what his next podcast is going to be. When 90s comes to an end. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see him taking a break, though. I mean, maybe a little break, but he's he's, earned it. He's a book in 120 episodes. It's true. His last one. Did his final one come out or not yet? I've been keeping up, but not like religiously What was the one you put out last week um sublime
1: that wasn't the last one right that's the last one i listened to so maybe he didn't say like this is it right no, no. yeah i think there's still more coming then
0: yeah i think that's everyone we also had uh jared doherty of screaming females which um R.I.P. to screaming females they're sadly calling it quits we don't really know why wasn't but... our fault hopefully <laughs> i hope not we wish them the best, though. And I hope Marissa just keeps playing guitar because she's a wizard. She can't stop playing guitar. That would be that'd be insane. on the skin raw. It's too good. It's too good. All right. Let's get to some awards. Let's do it. The Jennies. jenny's where i don't even i don't even know where to start where do do we have uh bottom up we could bottom up (laughs) you just want to go right to the hicks of the year don't you (laughs) (laughs) i can't confirm or deny (laughs) all right well we're not ones to keep brett waiting so brett's hicks of the year um i get them on a daily basis if not hourly yeah yeah five to 15 times a day and they all make me laugh or shake my head or put my hand <laughs> over my face and just <laughs> wonder wonder why <laughs> if there's more to this <laughs> well I know one of one of my favorites I don't even know how we want to do this do we just want to read through all of them read the nominees yeah do you want to you just... want to see
1: what last year's winner was
0: oh yeah last year's winner. <laughs> <laughs> you you could take it <laughs> it was a
1: coheed tribute so it was nogin's to a window of the waking hick was the winner <laughs> of the 2022
0: hick of the year now for this year's nominees let let's just go back and forth I'll read the first one you read the second one does that work that works okay all right. Uh, This one, I believe, is a Nirvana reference. Daddy's little Nodge ain't a hick no more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the next one was uh, Sing the it. teacher Foo Fighters <laughs> reference, which is Who's at the door Nodge?
0: Who's, instead at, of the who's door at the door Nodge? Who's at the door? And right, we got a front bottoms one here. The hickdom's family. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me good. I was singing that for like a few days when you sent me that one. <laughs> <laughs> and we got some some numbers coming up. Some numbers here. I'll just do both of them
1: since they're kind of the right, same number. Right. So the first one is a tool reference, which is 40 hicks and two. Boom, boom, ba bo, bona, ba bona, ba and naturally, the next is a fish reference, <laughs> which is 40 Hicks days and
0: Nicole was gone. <laughs> which also worked Nicole in instead of the cold, <laughs> which was which is some of your best work. <laughs> um. Oh, we got we got a less than Jake one. I like how these mirror like shows we've been to. <laughs> it's all from doing show prep, I think, is where these yeah. are cooked up. Uh, this one's I don't know if the song's actually called Cheese. <laughs> But if it's not think- called cheese, it should be. <laughs> don't call me Nick. Don't fuck. Call- <laughs> Sorry. <over. laughs> don't call me Nick. Don't call me Hick. Just call me Nach. That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> is that song called Cheese? I gotta look it up. I'll look it up while you. While I think you it, do it's the gonna work A really long name. Oh, Richard Allen George. Dot dot dot. No, it's just cheese. So yeah, the word cheese is in there. It's pretty good. It works. I, I don't know where this one even came from. Yeah, this is a shot in the dark here, but it's a lady marmalade. So it's
1: voulez-vous coucher avec nage?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yeah, there's about five hundred more. Uh, we left out most of the fish ones. We only included one fish one because we love you guys, and we didn't want to do that to you. There's um, a lot of fish ones then. Um, my hick of the year. It's got to go to Daddy's Little Naja and a Hick No More. That was going to be my pick, too. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> we were on that on that Nirvana kick. I was, Here's the Dave Grohl book, which we did yeah. finish to the end. Oh, yeah. We finished a book this year. We, we did something.
1: <laughs> but I do think that one started in 2022 and rolled over.
0: Oh, true. So, so technically. But we finished counts. it this year. And. We'll be able to say the same thing about <laughs> when we were young or it's true <laughs> where are your boys tonight <laughs> got winter break coming up so yeah so that that we could actually that's just actual we could just segue so for our first award of the year we're aligned so that's exciting i'm curious how how much that happens um so we could just segue that right into unfinished book of the year which <laughs> <laughs> There's really only one option as a podcast, but I threw another one on there just because it came up on the pod. Um, we have, as anyone who listens knows, Where Are Your Boys Tonight? Parts four and five is the book called Where Are Your Parts Four and Five Tonight? Because it should be because, <laughs> yeah, we just kind of um, stop talking about it. It'll come
1: back. I think that's going to be my to do before uh, for the next couple weeks of the new year
0: to finish that. So, yeah, we're we're building anticipation. That's all we want. You guys to want it. And if we just talk about it when we said we were going to what fun would that be? And then this book came up during the Alan Day interview, Atomic Habits. It's all about building good habits and doing things routinely. No, I read like one chapter. (laughs) The complete opposite
1: of what the book calls for.
0: Well, maybe if it gave me more instructions in that first chapter, I would have developed a pattern. To read it more, but clearly didn't do a good job at that. It was just some guy bragging about how he like overcame a coma. Good for you, dude. Glad your life's in order. (laughs) No big deal at all. (laughs) No big. He had to learn to walk again. Sing it. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um. Yeah. So. Came alive one moment at a time. (laughs) I think Wary Boys Night is the obvious winner on this one. I think so too. (laughs) So, so will we try to
1: do more books in the new year or the same amount or less?
0: <laughs> what if it's possible to do less. What did I Nick ask? disappeared from the screen. We also have um, this Nimrod book that was graciously mailed to us by author Ryan Roberts. So that's also our unfinished book of the year because it was sent to us, but. We didn't start it, so I don't think that counts as not finishing it, because otherwise we have lots of unfinished books. Every book we've never read is an unfinished book. I'm debating
1: if I want to say further, but I might
0: just... Brett's upset he only sent us one copy of the book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, I want you guys to read my book. Here's one copy. You guys could take turns reading. Okay.
0: It was the first thing ever mailed to us with general admission on the envelope so slash package so i'm grateful also it it was sent to me so suck it brett we can still read it just not at the same time or one of us could just buy it it's also also an option. also an option <laughs> but yes that that's on our list as well and maybe consider picking it up and reading it with us and not finishing it with us just kidding okay okay um coming up next we have the they're still around of the year we had a few here um i feel like i felt this way about a lot of bands this year
1: Were mine that i put here accurate i just kind of going off the top of my head i don't know like the first one's harsh but i feel like they (laughs) came back out of nowhere
0: so Brett's talking about Queens of the Stone Age, um, yeah. I they're not a band I ever really think about. So, and they've been around for a while, so that fits. They're still around, pretty good. Um, you have Memphis May Fire on here, which also not a band I ever think about, and they they were a highlight of my year. They they were one of my favorite sets at louder than life um maddie mullins is joining Amberlin. me and nicole watched that live show the other day i'll talk about that later um so yeah memphis may fire still around still killing it remade in misery didn't come out this year but i didn't listen to it till this year but great album Yeah, uh, 2022
1: is the misery year
0: yes that's right yeah so we we talked about that a lot of misery that year. Ticketmaster won the misery award, though. <laughs> they did. As as they should. Um, you have Devil Wears Prada on here.
1: They were uh, announced for uh, when we were young, 2024. Ah. And it sent me back down the rabbit hole. But little did I know they've been putting out music this entire time, pretty much. And I kind of fell off around, like, 2015. So I, they... gave, I wrote them in here for
0: personal reasons. Did they do anything this year or you just remembered them because of because I went of back that. to them
1: this year, but them playing plagues in full I was like, whoa, the worst product is gonna be there, too.
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. They they've been they've been going nonstop. I actually got to interview um, Mike Kranica, their vocalist. This is one of my epic great screamer. epic screamer um i got to interview him f- interview him for guitar world and this was like fresh out of college and i was i was really nervous i had an interview with him then an interview with uh the dude from killswitch whose name i'm blaking on um adam yeah yeah thank you cuz adam worked on this album with them and um so i had to interview both of them separate times put together an article and for whatever reason, all my schooling and knowledge went out the window for this. I must have talked to each of them for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. I then proceeded to transcribe the entirety of both conversations and type them out and send like 12 pages to the Guitar World editor of a and a And he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what do you expect me to do with this? I cannot publish 12 pages of a q a no one is going to read this and he roasted me and in hindsight I, don't, I have no idea what i was thinking i just i was i was nervous it was like a second or third thing i did for them and i didn't want to ask for clarification so i did that he roasted me and then i never tried writing for them again
1: <laughs> you didn't like rewrite it or clean it up for him
0: no, I think he just cut a bunch of stuff, posted it, and then I let one knockout keep me down. And now I'm here talking to you instead of writing for Guitar World. <laughs> podcasts are on was the your up. last serenade. <laughs> yes. I don't see <laughs> I don't see magazines dominating. I see podcasts dominating. So I clearly chose the right track. But yeah, that's my Devil Wars Prada story. A little bit of a tangent there. Um, but I did get a backstage pass to their concert somewhere in New York and hung out on their tour bus. So that was, that was, pretty, was pretty cool. cool. And um, Danger Kids was there. They're like rap rock, like Linkin Park type of band. And we were like drinking, smoking weed. Like people were getting tattoos. I Being didn't do Danger that. Kids. But yeah, we were all just dangerous kids. <laughs> but yeah, it was my almost famous moment. Uh, that was a good time and then I never called Guitar World again the end Um, tangent done lastly on here you have another band that knocked my socks off at Louder Than Life Pierce the Veil they they, they returned put, out of nowhere they did put out an album this year Jaws of Life still around Ollie Sykes is still like no not Ollie Sykes Ollie Sykes. Vic, no that's perfect the horizon Fuentes. Yeah. Vic Fuentes yeah Still a beast at singing, hitting those high notes. Doing noodly guitar stuff. Yeah. That was actually an album. I bet if we went back and listened to that episode, I don't think I was super high on it. And it was really weird at first. I've since like come to like it. I don't put it on a whole lot, but I've gone back to it decent amount, like as like a gym album and stuff. Even though it's not like crazy heavy, but it's just like where I listen to them. It was Um, King for a Day. King for a Day. This one had, uh, was it Past the Nirvana? Something like that? I think so. Yeah, that was a good song. Yeah, the whole album was good. They are still around. Um, Yeah, so. Plenty of, I think we could probably put, I would put Skrillex on that list and that's like blasphemy to anyone who follows that genre because he's still like a complete like he dominates and has massive fans i didn't know he was really still doing stuff until this year um we could sneak story of the year on there but they're there they have enough nominations for other things
1: they're on here Quite frequently, as you'll see. Yeah,
0: and they're more of a comeback than still around. Like to me, still around means they never left. Of the year left and came back, so it doesn't really count. Also true. Yes. Yeah, I think that covers covers all the still arounds. Who Who of these? I guess who deserves the award the most? I don't know if that means they're they're your favorite of the bunch, or if you think they. Fulfill the still around label. They deserve it most. Uh, I'll let you uh, uh, justify however you want. I think I know how, how I'd like to interpret this one.
1: Probably Queens of the Stone Age for me. Cause like they're not to uh, steal from you, but um we were talking about Green Day albums a few weeks ago, about how they put out like a great album every 10 years.
0: You called them and cicadas. I said, and I said, did
1: you just describe cicadas? <laughs> I feel like Queens of the Stone Age is kind of the same thing, only they pop up like every like five or so years with the new album. And it's usually like there's like one or two really good songs that add to like their pretty solid discography. So
0: my like, hey, they're still around. Queens of Stone Age would be my choice. Great choice. Um I I was gonna say the same thing, actually. So we are still aligned i think all the other bands are great and that's not really what we're talking about here uh like you said like queens of the stone age has been a staple for a while and they're they're still around uh i didn't like love their album i didn't hate it like i've never been like a diehard queens of the stone age fan but also saw them at louder than life they were great like they're just they're a staple in like the rock and roll world, and that's that's pretty awesome. So well deserved, even though if I I feel like it's seems like a backhanded compliment award, but I think it just speaks to their like longevity and like skills as a band more than like they're old and still here. Like I, I don't think we're really mean it like that. I think oh. we're
1: bashing anyone in there.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know why I'm I'm hedging it as if they're gonna listen and and be offended. Um still around, Queens of the Stone Age. All right, so me and you have not diverged paths yet.
1: I think it's gonna change eventually, though.
0: Yes. All right, where do we want to go from here? Let's go to a silly one. We have the rat of the year. So the Rat of the Year. We have the band Wednesday for their album, Rat Saw God. We have the band, The Rat Boys. Is there a the? I don't know if there's a the. It might just be Rat Boys. I think it's just Rat Boys. Rat Boys. And then, of course, Ticketmaster. Is there a bunch of rats? Two really good albums here that I never even knew anything about these bands before this podcast.
1: So I can't rap. believe you didn't hear like rap voice before. I,
0: I really don't, I really don't think I have to be honest. This like nothing standing out. I just, this album, the window was. W- so it
1: was it's really one of the good. best. Yeah. I should have put that in a, an album of the year contender.
0: Yeah. Honestly, it's, I mean, it's all about how we approach it. If we were going for like, what we think like the um like unbiasedly i'm blanking on the word like objectively best album like i think that 100 percent deserves to be in the running but if i'm thinking of the albums i went back to the most and personally like the most like it just wasn't that but i thought it was like an incredibly well put together album that like skirted genres like it, it didn't it feel jammed. like a whole bunch of the same it did jam what was the really long song that was just awesome i think it was just was the it...
1: town name wasn't it yeah black, 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 black yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. that song i bet that song's probably in my top songs list from spotify because played that a lot it was a good like summer beach song yeah this this album i was really into and then i kind of just forgot about it but that was like me with um Saw God. That was another one. Like lyrically that album was was great. Um I remember you sent it to me. You said like Twitter was was buzzing about it, I think was here. Yeah, quote. that was like
1: everywhere that like that week it came out. It was like not bluegrassy, but like country emo.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, had like that like slide guitar draw going on kind of like almost pine grove vibes at times, but probably a little more in depth. Um, Yeah. And then obviously you can't talk about rats without putting Ticketmaster on the list. Or King Rat. King Rat. Do we have that class together or did everyone just have to read that book?
1: I think everyone had to read that book, right? <laughs> yeah. Including Modest Mouse.
0: Ah. Uh, Cleeling Isaac, um, you know what? I don't think Ticketmaster deserves any award. No, I'm gonna give mine to Rap Boys for the window because I forgot how much I liked that album for a few weeks and then forgot about it. But it was a great time for those few weeks.
1: Got to go back to that one like tomorrow. Yeah, early January for this. The album start to drop.
0: Yeah, definitely. Don't mind
1: me. I'm just highlighting. The presented awards and their winners as we go through. Uh,
0: very diligent. In our shared doc. Yes. If anyone wants to be a producer, you can highlight our shared docs. Who's gotten your rat you hit award? You're giving a, giving a rat award out, Brett? I'd go with Rat Boys, too. We're yeah. lying there. Nice.
1: Nice. I agree on giving, taking a match with a cold shoulder when it comes to awards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. We can actually just take that and go right into our Ticketmaster Fighters of the Year. We kind of did this. Kind of did this last year, but last year it was geared more towards fan bases because you had the Swifties, like I think, tried to file a class action against Ticketmaster. Blink fans were mad, Bruce fans were mad. Um, but this year we had some artists actually try and do stuff. Um we had Zach Bryan, who's like the hot new thing in the streets. All all my people love him. I haven't really given him the listens he deserves, but a lot of people whose music opinion I respect say they can't stop listening to him. So
1: he's like country emo, right?
0: I think so. I think he's in that vein. Um, Yeah, he's he's really well liked by a lot of people, but he boycotted Ticketmaster for a tour. He was upset that his tickets were being resold for like hundreds of dollars, and that wasn't what he was about. So we boycotted them, and then the next tour, he said, he had a quote, he's like, I tried boycotting them, and then everyone complained about Axis, so I'm just going to try and use all the ticketing sites so this way you can pick and choose. And he said, this problem's bigger than me, one man can't fix it, which is a sad truth. I'm a surprised
1: bit. about Axis, though. I feel like I always like sing their praises, because like, I've only had like, good experiences with access unless it's like a Starland thing
0: yeah i don't i've never i don't i saw people complaining about the app but like it seems like a normal app to me
1: although it is is a little shitty yeah, yeah
0: actually when i was trying to look up the price for our thursday concert i think that was through access and it just wouldn't show up in my history and then i had to like do it on desktop to find it
1: yeah, now I think yeah. about it, it's pretty like when, when I sold the the hotel year tickets, I couldn't find where to transfer the money because yeah. the app was like not clear at all.
0: So okay, I get all right, it. Now. All right, all right, not a great app.
1: Um, but as far as ease of buying tickets, they're the easiest.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is Ticket Web still a thing? Maybe It's got a lot. Their Ticket Web. I don't remember. Um, whatever. Um, we also had Maggie Rogers. She did something pretty cool um which it sounds cool i don't know if this actually kind of like hurts fans getting your tickets or not but she sold tickets to her tour through local box offices so you had to go to the venue and buy your ticket there which like i've done in the past for some like wellmont shows because or pony it's close to me well Pony's never close enough maybe uh that's true in college but it's a cool idea I like the I like the idea I just I don't know if it's very practical you kind of need the internet practical <laughs> add it to the list and then the last one we have Robert Smith of the cure he got ticketmaster to refund all his buyers five to ten dollars. Because he made a hu- <clears throat> made a huge think about fees and what are the what is this and I guess they didn't have an answer if they had to actually refund people. So that's that's pretty crazy. Um, for that reason, I'm giving it to Robert Smith. He actually got Ticketmaster to give people money back, even if it's a small amount. It's the principle of the thing, and I think that's that's pretty huge for for one guy to get. The behemoth of Ticketmaster to refund five to ten dollars to who knows how many people. It probably was nothing. Ticketmaster, what? They probably a couple grand, but I just like it. I like it from like a bully perspective. I agree for a different reason.
1: Like, I do you think what he did was cool? And the fact they actually had to pay back people is awesome. But also to cure like our unofficial like fish mentioned on this podcast like if like they they come up like at least one time in almost every episode this year because I feel like so many bands now are like kind of paying tribute to their sound or like tying it into their music and so I keep saying like we need to go and do a deep dive with the cure we really so I think do. just to keep with the show trends that's why I want to keep
0: the trophy with the cure I like it and also we got to make the joke that he found a cure for Ticketmaster. master I like it. (laughs) Yeah, but shout out to all the artists trying to do anything. Um, It's clearly not working at all, but thanks for trying. (laughs) If anyone wants to get tickets to us, you don't have to use Ticketmaster. So I'd like to give ourselves a pat on the back. Um, If you want to see me and Brett, you don't need a ticket at all. Just, Just hit us up. We'll go to a show. Well, you'd need a ticket for the show, which will probably be through Ticketmaster. But It's nothing to do do with us. Yeah, Yeah, true. So maybe don't don't see us. Take it back. See us at the bar beforehand. Yeah. See us on YouTube where I used to post these episodes and I don't anymore. (laughs) Nodge tube. Nodge tube. Let's go to Tiny Album of the Year. AKA EP of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. This could be like this is a big little award. A lot, a lot of EPs this year. And a lot of, like, so the first one I have on this list is Bayside. And, like, at what point is it, like, you shouldn't be allowed to just put out an EP every year? Because last year they had the red EP. This year they had the blue EP. They're all awesome songs. It just just put out an album, right? It was a full length. <laughs> but at this point, between the two of those EPs, there's probably six maybe eight songs maybe seven that's like practically an album i don't know and they didn't even fully have themselves on the blue ep because they featured ice nine kills for a song that's still
1: another band i have to deep dive like they're very theatrical
0: yeah i think you would like their uh their horror stuff because like every song's movie references
1: so they're, they're on that uh, very... the Halloween playlist we were listening to.
0: Oh yeah, with uh, with like Rise Against and Marilyn Manson, all the Nightmare Before Christmas covers. That no, one. were they on that
1: one? Were I they don't on like, know, a different I, song. They did.
0: Oh, uh, it was there's... about
1: Georgie from It. Yeah, the song about Georgie. Oh, that's pretty sick.
0: I gotta look it up. I don't remember, but I I, I love that. I read it this year. That wasn't an unfinished book for me. So I should listen to the, the George's. That counts as like four books. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, so Bayside, the blue EP. Then we have Convinced by Amberlin Coming back heavy. Very cool. Um, also, uh, Maddie Mullins of Memphis Mayfire. Shout out who will now be touring with them. Um, We have New Jersey locals, Jaw Dust. The Jaw E P, half of Halogens is that band. Um Heavy as Hell. Got to see them at the lanes. It was a lot of fun. Um we have Childhood Eyes by Yellow Card. Which I did we like? I think we liked it. We did we like did. it. Brett's Brett's nodding his head. We liked it. I always forget how I feel about yellow card at any given moment. But we liked it. E
1: P we liked. The band we could <laughs> Save for
0: later discussion, but and then we have the Valley of Vision by Manchester Orchestra, which I forgot was this year because I think it was pretty early on, and it had that cool uh, interactive YouTube, YouTube. video. Right? Yeah, yeah, that that one was that EP was awesome. I really liked it. I'll just say right off the bat, that's my favorite of this list. That it's, it's just such a good ride from front to back. Um, I think the second song is called like, The Way or something like that. It's just like this great piano part, and like this is <laughs> the. Like, it's just his voice is so cool. I love it. Um, got to see them live with Jimmy World. The big year for me and Manchester Orchestra. Um, yeah, great EP. Brett's favorite EP was probably uh, the Adderall EP by Slipknot. How'd you guess? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like. Hearing the same song five different times—that was so aggravating.
1: (laughs) They hyped it up, and it was literally the same song like six times.
0: It was so stupid. (laughs) Like, here's Adderall, like the original. Here's the demo. Here's one without backing vocals. Here's one without any vocals. (laughs) Who asked for (laughs) this? Nobody wanted that. (laughs) Probably need Adderall just to be able to sit through it. God, I don't even know if that'll help.
1: Uh But, uh...
0: So, here's fear. the thing
1: with this pick for me. So, there's part of me that wants it to be, like, Childhood Eyes, Yellow Card. Because, like, I made such a big stink about them coming back. Staying there by just cashing a paycheck. And trying to use Ocean Avenue to, like, make money and get people out to shows. But then, like, this is actually really good. Like, a really good EP that wasn't sell-out-y at all. So... But they are still kind of sell outy i am using that <laughs> as an adjective. Especially like when they put out the Steve Aoki Ocean Avenue remix, and it's god-awful. So it's like, on that basis alone, I'm changing my vote to Valley of Vision, too.
0: Wow. Wow. They had the, they had the Jenny in their childhood eyes, and you just ripped
1: it away from them. And then that song had to come out this week. Like, nope, they're doing it again. Trying to cash in on their big hit over
0: Uh, and over and over. It's brutal. I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing, but I would expect people to criticize me for it. Yeah, And then I'd cash my paycheck and laugh all the way in the bank.
1: And make your reunion concerts way too expensive, thinking you're like the Rolling Stones. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not their fault that shit sold out. Like instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too harsh. It's just I think I don't know. I think there's a reason they're not in that. Where are your boys tonight? Book.
0: I don't think it's for good reasons. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna go yellow card, but I your logic is sound. The valley was really cool. Valley of Vision. Um, and then obviously I'm required to just shout out Amberlin. Um, they did like their last show with Steven Christian, you know, third show. Yeah, exactly. Um, And it's indefinite hiatus, I guess doesn't mean I, I, I'm just going to admit it on air. I don't know what indefinite means. I have no idea because there's no time period. So that means if there's no time period, it means that they're not guaranteeing. They won't come back could have phrased that way better they're not guaranteeing they will come back or they won't or they won't it works both ways so they're just saying i'm leaving the band for now maybe i'll come back maybe i won't pretty much okay dumb word indefinite hiatus but either way uh they you could pay like 15 bucks and watch the the show so nicole nicole purchased it and it was really cool they they uh they had the under oath guitarist come out for a song um the hawthorne heights guys were there and then they had maddie mullins come out to do a song with them then he like uh steven the lead singer introduced him and like thanked him and said like this wouldn't be happening without him he's the only one that like we wanted to do this with and then Steven walked off stage. Maddie did a few songs without him. Then they did more songs together. And Amberlyn songs with dope screams are pretty cool. And they also played three unreleased new songs. And they were heavy. So I'm excited to see what the future holds for this band. So, yeah. I mean, Lacerate's a killer song now i'm talking myself into the cp taking taking it but i already gave it to manchester um i'm just it's it's really cool to see them going in this direction because it's working really well shouldn't their hiatus be fiend? the question mark (laughs) that should be they did play that they closed with that i think it's i think it's in their contract that they (laughs) if you have a song if you have a song called fiend you have to end with it it's it's the law french law yeah we yeah shout out shout out Amberlyn for tiny ep of the year um i think we can probably take this conversation over to our award for anticipated hopeful albums for 2024 because they are on this list and just so the listeners know um anticipated hopeful album 2024 these are bands that we think will put out albums but nothing's been announced we have another award for albums that are definitely announced like i don't know green day is coming out with an album in like a couple weeks so that's that's its own thing so these are these are bands that we think might release something but we have zero proof and I put Amberlin on this list because they just played three unreleased songs, so they're going to have to release them somehow. And either they're going to take the bass side route and just do another EP, or they're going to come out swinging with an album that's really heavy. So I'm hoping it's that. I, uh, I also put Microwave on here. They have a couple singles that have been out for a while, so I think they're due. Got Pup on here, Pup's last album. It's been a couple years, right? for them yeah their album came out towards the end of 2021 i think because we saw them early 2022 either way they're due they also put out three songs this year not an ep though just three singles smoke screen and like two others so you're putting out singles i feel like you're probably you're cooking yeah if you have three singles out and you haven't put an album out in two years you're coming out with an album that's, that's, I think, safe. Uh, We have starting line on here. I'm not really basing that off anything other than a Reddit comment I saw saying that they might put an album out. Who knows? So you're not alone in your thinking?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not alone. Isn't that Sayosin? <laughs> no, the, Are
1: You Alone is the Oh, Are You Alone? Rant?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Alone is, is Sayosin. You're not wrong. Not not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I I don't even know the last time Starting Line put out an album. They have some live stuff, but... It's at least, like, they had an EP,
1: I think, in, like, 2015, 2014.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's called Anyways. Anyways yeah. And that came out in 2016. 2016. I, won't, I don't even remember that they're a band with a like a solid legacy and great a great few albums so it's definitely a roll of the dice to try and come out with new stuff now but i'd like to think if they do it they feel good about it and they're not just re-recording best of me five times
1: they just gotta say like they mean it
0: yeah (laughs) well done um I got early November on here. That
1: single should probably be a single of the year nominee. I don't even remember it.
0: I don't even remember it.
1: That was definitely one of the best songs I've heard this year. It's so good, I forgot what it's called. So <laughs> About,
0: oh, It's called About Me. About Me, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember this. This came
1: out October 26th, and it still made my end-of-year playlist.
0: That's big. Like that's how
1: many times I listen to it yeah. in just a couple of weeks.
0: And they did a lot of touring. They they toured Ramor for Sleep and I feel like we saw them with I saw them open for Amberlin at one point, I believe. Um Yeah, I think I think they're they're gearing up for new music. They like they have a great single out. They're touring a lot.
1: No, it's confirmed new album. They've said it. They just oh. didn't put a date out. Oh, okay cool
0: then that's like a gray area but i guess it wouldn't be hopeful then if there's if it's confirmed uh i guess like, sent- they could
1: do like what some 41 did true and just we're supposed to come out this year
0: yeah just edge us for a year the new some 41 single by the way is awesome i finally listened to it that's gonna be a very interesting album yeah there was a lot of screams so that was pretty cool Um, uh, but we'll get to that in a second um i got census fail on here just, uh, I think they might be due for something. And they just put one out one last year, did they? Let's 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 go to the board. Oh, we
1: talked about it in the pod, and then we tagged them that we talked about it.
0: The last album was "Hell Is in Your Head," twenty twenty
1: two. These are our first year of the pod. Oh yeah, I think we liked it.
0: Yeah, I think it it, it was fine. We didn't go back to a whole lot. I clearly don't remember it really at all. No,
1: remember the song that would See you, Space Cowboy" it was good.
0: Twenty twenty two, so it's been a year. So they could come out with something this year, but I don't think it's set in stone. Um, you got a few on here. You I wanna... do.
1: So, uh, you had a day to remember. Drop the uh the re release or the re remastered version of "For Those Who Have a Heart," and the drummer tweeted that. I did remember fans are going to eat in 2024. So I'm not <laughs> sure if that's like literal, like we're all going to eat to live or like, we're going to get more remastered albums or we're going to eat a shit sandwich. And then he'll tell us you're welcome. <laughs> you're still welcome. <laughs> but no, he was getting <laughs> He someone like says I'm bad about you're welcome in a tweet. And he just like sent like the thinking emoji like when people were bashing it and like this. <laughs> so I don't know if uh and I, I just did the shrug emoji for those who are listening because yes. we're not on video. Yes. But I'm hoping this means a new album and they learn the lessons of your welcome and it's a return to form. Cause before that they had never missed before, but that was an all time miss, in my opinion.
0: But- yes. an an all-time miss and and i i don't want to rehash this because i've done it so many times but the good songs on that album are good like this is something i've I've come around on because nicole shuffles a day to remember a lot like uh brick wall um last chance resentment last chance is a great song resentment is like awesome like to me that's like a classic a day remember song um The generates kind of hit or miss, but not like horrible. It's just the bad songs were so bad that it really tainted the whole album. And it made the good songs like as as album listeners, like I'm not I'm not one for playlists. So if I don't like over half an album, I'm probably not gonna hear the good songs because I'm not I'm not playing it. So that's they kind of suffered from that. Still went to the tour for the record. We went and saw them.
1: We did. Well, you did. I got sick.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you'd still paid for a ticket.
1: I did. (laughs) I still put money in their pockets. Yeah. And Ticketmaster's pocket. Oh, Permanent was a good song, too. I'm looking at my year top songs of 2021 (laughs) to see what made it from this. (laughs) And it was Permanent Degenerates, Bad Friend. Was Mind Reader decent?
0: I don't really. It was okay. Yeah, very okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird because like they've always been a band that skirts, like not skirts, like they very clearly have their pop punk and their heavy and their ballads. Like they mix it all together. So like, it's not even like we're criticizing this for having more poppy songs. It's just like the way they did it or something. Like I, I don't. I'm not someone who thinks every a day to remember song has to be heavy as hell with a ton of breakdowns and screams, because that's not who they are as a band, but for whatever reason, I mean, I think, I can actually I can tell you exactly what the reason is, like the lyrics were really dumb. Very dumb. <laughs> yeah, so if you're gonna give me like bubblegum pop, like corny shit with corny lyrics, that's just, that's just too much. That's too much.
1: But they don't normally do that, like they have like lyrics that people get like tattooed on them
0: yeah and they, was, they were like, never like and... they they always like kind of told stories and like were big on like taking care of your friends and like stuff like that like it was never like too in-depth but like fuck you money viva la mexico like it just felt like they were like making commercials or something and it, it's just uh, the bad ones were bad um you put slipknot on here <clears throat> is anyone left in slipknot
1: so there was like a whole interview i didn't read it yet i think it was with clown and i forgot what website but i know it came out within the last week or so and he, he was confirmed new music's coming and he talked about the band members that have left but i don't know what he said
0: there they have, have so many that, they have so many band members like i i don't know like the slipknot verse as well like i i really can't talk on it at all i just know they lost two or three this year and yeah, Weinberg's
1: gone the drummer who's been there since uh was it 2013
0: yeah and he was beloved by fans and he released something along the lines of like I don't know why I was kicked out of the band I thought we were good
1: you never like to so. see
0: yeah so it just seems like they're like in shambles so
1: yeah so now but, they have uh, the Jim Root still there the guitarist Sid Wilson, who's the turntable and keyboard player. Corey Taylor obviously. Mick Thompson the guitarist. Clown.
0: But now It sounds like a lot of the band. now. Yeah, but there's no
1: drummer. (laughs) And there's no... Maybe they'll just get Josh freezed
0: to play drums.
1: The guy with the spiky head, Craig Jones, they just kicked out this year. He
0: was also keyboards. He might have been like annoying as far as the creative process goes, and this is just based off he random. You said like
1: a DJ keyboard setup.
0: I thought like he wanted to. Again, I, I'm like talking out of my ass. I can't even. I can't even say for sure. I just feel like there was creative differences between him and like Corey Taylor. Maybe. I, like, I, 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 I could be way off um okay of all these albums i i mean i love pup i love microwave but when it comes to most anticipated i think i'm giving this one you love lamp i love lamp i love lamp i love microwave i love cup i'm giving this one to Amberlin because they changed up their lead singer which is like a major thing and the new song sounded way heavier so that's what I'm most that's what I'm anticipating the most, because I wanna see how it's gonna come out. I know how a microwave album and a pop album are gonna come out. And I can't fucking wait. But yeah, Amberlynn gets my award for this one.
1: I'm gonna be here. So mine's gonna be early November because About Me is probably the best single they've put out in a decade plus, And I can't wait to hear what the rest of these songs sound like have like they're going back in this direction. It's like the early november i love so i'm hoping it's more of that in like any other year had you welcome not come out it would be a day to remember but i'd say i'm more like nervous <laughs> nervous yeah. than anticipating that one so yeah yeah i'm with you um
0: yeah they're on the on the hot seat for sure
1: but if it's based on this remaster like they worked with adam i can never say his last name from kill switch who pretty much remastered that whole album no
0: that's (laughs) like Duboiskowitz or something like that guitar center trauma yeah yeah Durkowitz something like that that sounds yeah
1: he remastered the whole thing and it sounds this might sound blasphemous but it sounds better than the original recordings
0: but he kind of
1: took how they play those songs live and like put it in album form if that makes sense
0: yeah all right like there's like a breakdown in in Shot in the
1: Dark where he just screams like motherfucker. (laughs) And <laughs> it goes into the breakdown. Like he only does that live, but they threw it in this version, which is pretty cool. That's very cool.
0: Lots of good stuff. I, uh, I'm excited. We 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 have a good slate for next year. We might It'll as well just year. we might as well just parlay this into the for sure albums, which um, we start.
1: We have some good January releases, which
0: I didn't know is like all we know <laughs> so
1: far, but they're pretty good.
0: Uh, some forty one is March. That's the only non-January release we got here. Um, there's probably more, but on our radar, I have Sum 41, Heaven and Hell, March 24th. It's happening. I So far, so good on the singles. I am most nervous about their tour. I've been seeing them consistently for as long as I can, and I don't want to miss their last tour, and I'm just scared like it's going to not be a day i can go to or something
1: it might be if it's like one tour yeah it sounds like it's gonna be
0: yeah i i don't think it'll like I, i mean i know it won't be as big as like a blink tour but i worry that tickets might be slightly harder usually it was never tough to get tickets to a Sum 41 show but with this being their last tour i don't i'm not sure what to expect once they put the dates out and i know i'll feel better um we have the most recent or most the closest the most close actually a month from today when we're recording january 19th we have saviors by green day and again day is alkaline trio uh no alkaline trio is the 26th do they change it i don't know I, I just googled all these while i was doing research um but while you look that up green day is also on a tear with these singles um some have been just like normal Green Day songs, but the latest one, um what's the name of it? I think Dilemma? Dilemma, yeah. No, the album's called Saviors, but they had The American Dream Is Killing Me, which was like good, fun, you know, which Green Day like being like political ish. Like, I don't know. Is the American Dream really killing Billy Joe? He seems to be doing pretty good but it's cool. Look, my no brains was fine. I thought dilemma dilemma was really good. He had, it had heavy ear guitars, had some raspy Billy vocals, had descending lines like in like, uh, she's a rebel and like songs like that. It just, it gave me, it made me excited for green day further than just like, here's another green day song. So I don't know. Maybe they got another big one in them. That'd be cool. Either way, if you go see them live, you're just gonna hear Billy saying hey yo for fucking three hours. A little soft You should just name an album that just to like troll people. That would be funny. I mean, they're touring with Smashing Pumpkins. That's already happening. I That's a troll in itself. That's a show that a year ago I would go to. This year I'm gonna be smarter i don't really listen to smashing pumpkins that much i i like their songs i like their first album or whatever uh the purple and orange one but i'm not gonna i will not blindly go to shows stream. yeah and what uh gish right is that their other one that was the first one right yeah yeah i'm not gonna blindly go to that show to see green day do the same show they've been doing for 20 years
1: and your answer changes if you love the new album. It might.
0: It might. Because I, I do I do want to go. I'm trying to be responsible and not just go to every show. Although yeah. I don't think they're
1: going to do like what Taking Back Sunday did, where they put out a new <laughs> album and played six
0: oh songs off God. it for we their will, holiday shows. We will get so. to them when we get to Letdown of the Year. Um lastly alkaline trio it's called blood hair and eyeballs january 20- 26 Yep. confirmed another band i need to listen to more of because everything i hear from them i like i just never like spent a lot of time with their music
1: i started to go back down the rabbit hole like all of last week i was listening to it's a compilation of like their first few eps i think it's just like self-titled Uh, let me make sure yeah but just alkaline trio has like a cassette tape on the cover yeah like that thing's incredible i had crimson on this morning so i'm just doing like a full-on deep dive and then hopefully i line it right up with the new album coming out but they're just so good i feel like they're underrated one of the most boring bands you'll ever see live but (laughs) because all they do is play their songs there's no banter it's just hear the songs that's it we're gonna be creepy because our music can be creepy. <laughs> but very talented singers and guitarists. And there's a reason why Blink used Matt Skiba, because Auckland trio is very good.
0: Yeah, I I'd like to deep dive them. had the song uh Radio came on the other day, just like after something. It's the last song on the album with like the Orange Sky, uh Maybe I'll Catch Fire. Really good song that like their I just favorite. never never even knew like I asked the free breakup it. song he's like yeah dude that's like one of their most popular songs like get yeah. with it <laughs> like oh my bad um yeah I'm most excited I mean I have to give it to some 41 they've been hyping this for a while double album I'm excited for all these Green Day has the strongest singles I think but yeah, some party one gets my vote. The final album. I have to side with you here. Although I am,
1: I want to say cautiously anticipating because I feel like it could be tricky with double albums. I know, like, we talked about this when they announced it. Like, it could be where this could have been one really great album. Instead, there's some good songs with a bunch of filler, which would be ironic considering usually <laughs> they're the band that's yeah, yeah. all killer with no yes. filler.
0: So. <laughs> well done well their idea for heaven and hell you know the lighter side the heavier side depending on how they approach it maybe it won't be filler maybe this is taking so long because they're just making two good albums which is what we which can would be awesome for.
1: yeah there's plenty of great double albums out there like the wall not to like put this on like <laughs> yeah <laughs> shelves that might not be able to reach or like heights <laughs> I don't know why I said shelves I like but... it <laughs> you
0: cases. know what I'm saying all cases, no shelves.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Does this shelf look infected? <laughs> Does this
0: shelf look warped? <laughs>
1: Is Chuck on this shelf?
0: <laughs> uh, all right, let's go. Let's move on before we're here for 15 hours. Oh, sorry, I highlighted. I didn't mean to step on your toes. I used You're a good. I'm just I highlighting the, the winners. I used a different shade of green. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> Unacceptable.
0: <laughs> okay i think uh all this Sum 41 and green day talk we could do the 2000s nostalgia band of the year we had it's a tough one it is a tough one because they're all going in different directions well not all of them um let's read the nominees we have i didn't write album names down so i don't remember we have story of the year with whatever their album was called we have blink 182 one more time. We have fallout boy with so much for stardust and paramour with this is why was that the album or the single? Both. I think so. Uh, what's the story of the story of the year called? It was probably just called page Avenue. Number two. Uh, I'm just a jerk. Tear me to pieces. And that was, this was a great album. <laughs> why I'm being shitty to them. <laughs> I really enjoyed that album for like the month it came out and I'm seeing them pretty soon. All right. So story of the year, they came back after a while and put out an album that was pretty in line with what they've always done. We had Blink put out an album that I'd say was in line with what they've done. Not like necessarily better or worse, but like the same style compared to these next two fallout boy is all over the place and i think they did a great job with it from the from like the funky groovy songs to the more like straightforward ones and then paramore probably took like the biggest risk because this album was really all over the place instrumentally it was it was awesome but it was just like it was kind of hard for me to digest i don't know if you feel the same way or not i think it was probably it was the, more right yeah i think yeah I, th- I think i
1: never really went back but i know no. i liked it but i think it was a heavy listen not yeah, like heavy it, but like hard to it's not one you want to go like, like you're in a mood for if that makes sense
0: yeah i think like tech. it's like when am i going to be in the mood for this kind of album like technically musicality it was probably the best of these four if you want to get into like the weeds of it but replayability wise for me it it wasn't that but it was they did they they did a lot with this album so i don't which i respect i just i don't know i wanted to like it more than i did to be honest but yeah like it's no discredit to her as like a
1: songwriter singer like she's at the top of her game still like that never changed it's just it's very different From where they started to where they are now. Like, if you put on that first album and then jump to this (laughs) is why. Yeah. With no context in the mother, you're going to be like, wait, what? Like, where'd this come from? Like, if you'd never listened to her solo work before.
0: Fallout Boy was surprisingly great. That was a really fun album. And I'm still speaking of tours, them, Jimmy world and hot Mulligan. I've been keeping an eye on those tickets daily. They're, not dropping where they at now oh okay it's like probably 2 to 300 bucks for like the good seats if you want to sit way high you could probably get in for a 100 i don't want to sit high um but i would love to go to that for a reasonable price so i'm just going to keep checking that could even be a good day of check yeah it's a killer lineup like it's three like bands that are just masters um with then hot mulligan with the up and comers it's a great one um blink i i keep like every i think about this album like a lot because i feel like guilty for not like liking it more and i don't dislike it it's just weird it's weird to me it was kind of like a
1: like candy like eating like an airhead go on because like, like when we were like preparing for that, it'll make sense eventually. i hope but like when we were prepping for that episode like that was like all we listened to for like two weeks straight and then once that episode was recorded i haven't really gone back to it I'm, like i don't need to go back to this for a while because like and then to the airhead example you have like one maybe two and you're like all right this is good i don't need to go back to an airhead for a really long time i'm yeah, not gonna my... eat an entire bag i'm not gonna eat them every day my teeth that's are. like kind of what exactly I think it's bad for your teeth, this album, but <laughs> it's because it is still enjoyable. Like, I put it on the vinyl a couple weekends ago and let it play when we were just sitting around, like, on a weekend morning. But as far as like Spotify and like my everyday, like, I haven't really gone back to it that much. I, I might put like Anthem Part Three on and dance with me, but then I'll like jump to something
0: different. I was thinking about it. I heard, I, f- I forgot who I was listening to, but I was listening to someone. Someone was talking about the album. They said something along the lines of like they're kind of like trapped in this like personas they created for themselves. Like, do we need Tom making like masturbation jokes on an album at like 50 years old or whatever they're at? And like I I kind of would like to see like I wanted this album to almost be like a successor to self-titled, in that like it took a more serious route. And I just don't feel like they did like they played it pretty safe. They have some silly songs. The serious songs like aren't very like like deep lyrically. Not that they've ever been that, but like self titled had had its moments and I don't know. I just it'd be nice to see them like kind of try and grow up as a band and we can see what they could be at this stage, rather than them trying to be what they've always been.
1: I think that's fair it's you know, like, <laughs> also probably hard to follow up uh yeah untitled self-titled whatever you choose to call it but because <laughs> i think you sent me the angels and airwaves album from i don't know if it was 2022 or 2021 when that came out but like life forms but tom was doing some really cool interesting stuff on there and i feel like that didn't necessarily translate into the new blank album
0: no unless i'm they, wrong they hold him back almost <laughs> like he conforms to the Blink sound. Also, I'm wondering if we just criticized Paramore for exactly what we said we wanted Blink to do. (laughs) Like, we don't want them to be the same band they were 20 years ago. And then we're like, Paramore, this wasn't the same as they used to be. So (laughs) we didn't go back to it.
1: I think that's a little (laughs) different, though,
0: because like, (laughs) or is it the same? (laughs) (laughs) The hypocrite of the year award. No, I, I know it's not exactly the same. I just thought there were some parallels there that were it's a fine line. It's hard for these bands. And then like we have Story of the Year on here, who I feel like didn't change at all. Of no, all these was... of all these bands, this album was just a lateral move. And I I really liked it. <laughs> like so you don't I always do. have to have to do it. I think of these four, I'm gonna give mine to I'm gonna go story of the year. I was. It was them or or Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy was good. It was fun, but story of the year is just that's just like the music I like. I like the the heavier like songs you could sing along to. Like I don't know. Fall Out Boy was was great. It had a lot of great songs, like dancey songs and epic songs and whatever. But I don't. know. I'm just gonna keep it simple. If I had to put on one of these albums right now. I would choose story of the year.
1: I'm going to go with the one you were about to pick, which is Out boy. Cause I feel like with blank, I was going to listen to that no matter what. And I was going to stir up nostalgia no matter what Fall Out boy. I was kind of a little checked out on the <laughs> fallout boy. So like, I was kind of checked out with uh, like mania and I thought like, there's no coming back. They're never going to be like that fun pop punk band that I liked in high school. And sure enough, they kind of returned to that without diving full into the nostalgia like they took the pop that I didn't hate and blended it with the sound I really liked and they made a great album so like that was really cool to see and like now I'm like we're trying to see if we can maybe see them at the right price so I think that's the way I have to go fall out boy
0: nice great pick uh it was a great album it came out at the right time. It was a good summer album. We were reading the book, sort of. <laughs> Luckily, I'm on the
1: uh, take this to your grave part, so I'll, I'll go right down that rabbit hole again. Nice. Uh,
0: this brings us to our next award, which I have fall boy on this list, so that's how I'm going to uh, move this. This is, to me, to us, the the biggest surprise album of the year an album that we love but we didn't really expect to or weren't really thinking about it and i have Fall-up boy on here because it was a great album i didn't expect to to like it like brett said they're following their last album like there wasn't much expectations and wound up being great um i have bear tooth on here for uh i'm blanking on the name right now but their positive album of a pink cover. It's fucking awesome. Um, For someone like me who listens to so much emo music, listening to someone tell me to like love myself and not doubt myself. That's it. The surface. Um, This album just, it was just something I I needed that I didn't even know I needed. I got knuckle puck on here for, uh, um, for losing what we love. Love, lost, love. Um, Knucklepuck never like they were always just a band that was there. Uh, this album really great. Like we mentioned early, Fall Out Boy, it has vibes like that. As Brett mentioned a few episodes ago, um, just great like pop punk with darker undertones, decent lyrics. Just this album was a huge surprise for me. I didn't even like really plan on listening to it, and I still go back to it. They definitely deserve to be mentioned here. And then Brett, you have you have another one on this list? I did. I went with uh
1: Nothing Nowhere's Void Eternal, which sounded like peak new metal in a way. Like I haven't heard music like this since like the glory days of uh Limp Bizkit, Lincoln Park, Corn. I've always had like a soft spot for that music. So like hearing something like that, which I haven't heard in almost 20 years, and it sounded like it could have been released then. It's a nice little throwback, but with they think they had some big features on yeah, they had Buddy from Census Fail was on here. Pete Wentz was on a song. Oh Silver we right. were on a song. See you, Space Cowboy again popped up. We just talked about but census fail. Like it was it's just such an awesome album. I highly
0: recommend it, especially if you're looking to get pumped up. And this is this is I think now it's coming back to me. This is a one guy, right? Nothing. You're just one guy. Yep. Yeah. That was the he, shocking part. He was also on the Silverstein album, I think. Misery. He was, and, yeah. yeah. Shout out Misery albums of last year.
1: Less Misery in 2023.
0: Yes. Yes, way less Misery, which is why I'm giving mine to Beartooth, because there was no Misery on their album. It was heavy, awesome, groovy, dancey, breakdowny. All these words that are in adjectives are now becoming adjectives because this album was just such a shining light in an otherwise dark cloud of music I listened to, <laughs> and it was just, man, this album. I I'm smiling just thinking about it because it it was just a really positive message throughout so many songs, and it was, you need that sometimes. So yes, you but, do. Yeah, and I think I gave my answer away with
1: blowing up the nominee so nothing nowhere is for me but i do agree with you that Bare teeth was a very very close second
0: yeah yeah great great surprise
1: and short too so you can like blow through it pretty quick
0: yeah oh man i just love sub like 40 minute albums are just the best so unlike the best i think we should hit The letdown of the year. The second (laughs) one,
1: I was trying to figure out what the second nominee was, and I got distracted.
0: Oh, um. All right, so these are these are albums, events. Um. Oh, now I know what it is. You got it. This is I guess it's just albums and events. I had, I was listing things like there was more. There's not there's not more. So maybe that's a letdown to you. you so like, what list. band is whole closing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a capital I. So letdown of the year. I put the Avenged album on here. I don't I I tried really hard to defend that album. The songs aren't bad or anything, but eh, I think it was just just a little too weird it wasn't <laughs> it was Bailed. hardly the most disappointing it's not gonna win as far as i'm concerned but i think it you got to put it in the discussion considering what that band is and what this album was it's not exactly what what you're hoping for uh um, needed more needed more 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 i i got more <laughs> because they had to start that song over <laughs> it was so uncomfortable He's like, where you're not getting out of this one. was <laughs> his exact words. He's like, we're starting this back from the top. Um, this you didn't one say is say life in
1: slow motion. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for that. Um, <laughs> this next one is is Jersey centric, but House of Independence closing. Great small Asbury venue. Been to some awesome shows there. And uh yeah, it got flooded, and they're not going to try and fix it. So, RIP. We saw less than Jake there this summer. See an Amberlynn there. We saw the Wonder Years there. I'm um, sure many more, more, more. But, I think this might
1: weigh my, sh- my show of the year, which we'll get to probably next. But
0: Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it impacts it big time um i put see here now on here oh 100 it it, (laughs) uh yeah the the layout i mean the layout wasn't any different than it's ever been but it just felt worse i don't know i was good to see my friends i didn't have a good time at that festival really if i'm being honest
1: it should be like a see here now t-shirt, same <laughs> as it ever was. Just feels worse. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, like I, I like, I love the idea of a local festival that we make a tradition, and it's on the beach. Like all that is good. It just, it just didn't work this year. It was felt like more stress than than fun.
1: No, I agree with that.
0: And they're talking about the movement. front runner. Moving it to a three-day festival, in which case it'd probably have to leave the weekend it's on. I don't know. It's it's jumping the shark, like the surfers that it hires. I don't know, I got nothing. it um, works. <laughs> and that these are all these are all very Jersey-centric letdowns. Um, I just have the Starland guest list. Huge letdown this year. That was a staple venue for us for decades. And they just can't seem to lock anyone down. I think we went Thursday. There it might be the only show. And it used to be nonstop show a month practically at Starland. And it just it hasn't been that
1: now. It's all the North shows like uh,
0: where we're seeing um, the Wellmont. Well, the, the, I learned from from friend of the pod, Lauren. The Wellmont's Booker is the dude who put on a Jason Fest. Yeah, so I mean, assuming the sound problems there are not as serious as I've created them to be in my mind. We'll find out soon. I'm down for it. That place is 20 minutes from me. So if that wants to be the new spot, cool with me. That's a you problem, Brett. (laughs) Have fun driving up the parkway for once. Just kidding. It have to a weekend do that for, show venue. <laughs> you have to do that for all the city shows. But yeah. Um bamboozle being canceled. Pretty sure that was this year. Or was that last year? No, no. I think it was this year. It was this year. Yeah. It was this year. I went through our episode titles and that mm-hmm. was one of them this year. Yeah. That was a honestly, maybe that wasn't a letdown because we already decided we weren't about that based off the lineup. The lineup was more of a letdown than it being canceled.
1: Yeah. And just the ticket nonsense.
0: Yeah. Um, I threw the Slipknot EP on here again, Adderall, because that shit was just stupid. And me and Brett differ on this one, but I put Taking Back Sunday's album on here. I didn't have the highest hopes, but man, I really didn't like that album. I I mean, I had conflicting reports from their live show. (laughs) Yeah. We had two friends of the pod um vinnie was there and parko was there nick had a great time Vinny had a horrible time
1: Parco's parko's warning was when you see them live you have to know that adam's barely going to sing and the crowd's going to do most of the heavy lifting which is a good thing to keep in mind i forgot that's how their shows are but if you don't know that going in you're probably gonna be really pissed off
0: yeah i i've always gone to taking back sunday shows to sing until i can't breathe like i i literally like i think they played like my blue heaven and i was so relieved that i could like catch my breath because it's just running around the mosh pit like singing like a maniac but the more bad albums they put out the more bad songs they can fill their sets with and that's not fun so i think vinnie said they did six off the new album which is insanity. <laughs> it's so bad. I, I would have plenty of time to catch my breath, but I don't know. I have a like 19 I, song
1: uh, set list. Six are from the new album. Like that's
0: that's a third
1: math, maybe ish. Yeah, so Could we see this year that had like really great balance? Uh, like a little bit of from each. But now I'm blanking. I can't say bottoms? Thursday because they played probably the, the front time. bottoms.
0: It was the front bottoms. Yeah. Nah but the front is every album is good it's true with one being slightly less good but still not bad um so yeah you got to find that balance and i get you're a band you put out a new album you want to play those songs but those songs stink they're so boring weekend
1: music weekend morning music but not live show
0: i'm gonna give my letdown to starland yeah, I'm gonna join you on this one. I don't I mean, know what they're doing over there. House of Independence is a big one and it that's 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 sad. Like they're all bummers. That's why they're the letdowns, but Starland, like come on, do better, please.
1: Like we go there like almost <laughs> once every two months, if not more.
0: Yeah. Uh, I am going there for story of the year in uh, like a month. So, something. But if I, I, I would like, as far as New Year's resolutions goes, mm-hmm. I would like Starland to make a resolution to have at least five shows that I want to go to. <laughs> so, I'll make a resolution for Starland to schedule shows to do better for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we're getting to the big the big hitters now. I think I think we could just go straight to show of the year since we're on the topic of shows. These are shows that we went to together. There's a f- there were a few others I've been to, but they weren't as high on my list. And I thought it's more fun if it shows we were both at together. So we have, in no particular order, the front bottoms at Terminal Five. Less Than Jake at House of Independence playing Hello Rockview. Fish at the Man Center in Philly. And Thursday at the Starland Ballroom. Four awesome shows. Hard to pick just one here. Hard to pick. Very hard to pick. They all had great pre games, Except I think Thursday, we might have just went straight to the show. And went we, to the that Oh, bar. yeah, we went to the bar. We met that cool dude who was betting on all the, the gambling guys game. yeah. yeah, on the football games. All right, it's so er- bad pick. Yeah. every show had good pregames. Every show had good performances. Every show had good friends or stranger friends like Fish and Thursday. It's tough. It's I think tough. I'm
1: picking less than Jake just because that was... Maybe not the most comfortable concert. Like, we left there. Like, we just got out of a swimming pool. Yeah, it was so hot. But because the venue's gone. The venue became a swimming pool. how great that pool. show was. Yeah. Then it literally did become a swimming pool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Did the beer garden recover? I heard that was underwater, too. I think so. I hope so. I mean, it's just a bunch of wood tables. Just replace them. It's fine. High tops. Uh, yeah. Um... Show of the year. I think you have to take in everything surrounding it and not just go off. It's not performance of the year. Uh,
1: If it's everything, then it would have to be the man.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because that's like, that's such an adventure every time. It was (laughs) a
1: full day. Just making new friends and making your way into the show eventually.
0: Traversing shakedown.
1: Being indecisive on what to buy
0: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna join you I gotta go less than Jake at house of independence like it has it has the the death factor you can't you can't vote against something that strong they we lost we lost a member of the venue community a cherished venue put on great shows for bands of all different sizes Probably one, I mean, one of the smaller ones the Saint is definitely smaller, but House of Independence was like the smallest option for the biggest bands, if that makes any sense. And it'll be missed. And Lesson Jake was awesome. Hello, Rockview was such a fun, sweaty time. You had a uh, um, voodoo, voodoo, we do, fuck you, <laughs> voodoo skulls opening. That yeah, it was just a. It was a great, great night. We, we jumped in the ocean after, because we were so sweaty. And then got in an Uber. That poor Uber. The velvet Uber. sea. <laughs> we we jumped. We we all were waiting in the velvet sea, <laughs> at like midnight. It's how people die. It was very stupid, but it felt good. All right. Well, we're definitely saving album of the year for last. We just did show. I think uh, new artist. Take new artist new artist works all right um i don't really know the parameters for this me and brett kind of make this up as we go along as it's probably pretty obvious because i'm sure short of like jawdust on this list all of these bands existed before a year ago but they were new to us and they're still like relatively new so those are our guidelines. If you don't like it, you could get the hell out of here. So, new artists we have: Taking Meds, pallet Knife, Millington, and Jaw Dust. All of who have been on the show. Jaw Dust on the Halogen side, but we've had all these guys on, which is pretty cool, and now makes it shittier to pick. I didn't really, I didn't really think of this before beforehand. We had Millington. Teach us about brass emo. Palette Knife had literally all guests in the show. Yeah. Palette Knife had that killer concept merging like emo songs with video game undertones. They put out unreleased tracks as DLC, which is pretty cool. Um, Jawdust bringing the heat and taking meds with. ah, Fuck. (laughs) I think we know. The taking yeah. meds the taking meds album is just too good it's so good late yeah. in the year entry too yeah they all these albums were great all these bands were super cool um dial in for meds just man it that took over took over my listening for like a month every one of those songs is just so catchy so fun to sing too. Crazy. Like that that album really was like contender for one of my favorite albums of the year. And I never even heard of these guys like six months ago. You too, Brett? Now you're on life yeah. support plugged into a gas generator. That's right. All right. All right. Home stretch, baby. Song of the year. I just threw a ton on here. I think <laughs> I think we should each like list like probably like our four. Like our-
1: like our text chain where we were just like listing songs for like a half hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go back and forth in no order. Um, Name one of your favorite songs of the year. Gotta be the teacher. My most played song on (laughs)
1: Spotify was underappreciated by your friends. It's here now,
0: (laughs) but it's still one of the best songs of the year. Really wanted to leave. (laughs) One of your most played songs was a 10 minute song and i think we have fish to thank for that giving me the patience <laughs> patience of the teacher yeah the teacher was uh i i'm with you that song was definitely one of the best ones of the year it was just different enough to be like wow like where's this coming from for Fighters, foo fighters, foo, foo fighters yeah.
1: all timer i think yeah. it could crack a top 10 list now
0: yeah in my opinion maybe but um, I got "The Future Is Dumb" by Jeff Rosenstock. Great one, great one. So what if we die? So what if we all die? What if bubbling ash rains down from the sky? Because the world doesn't owe you. Ah, so good. He is just so good. Where are we seeing him? Is that White Eagle Hall? I think so. Where's that Wellmont? Nice. No,
1: Wellmont's saying anything, right?
0: Yeah, no, he's White Eagle. I've never been there. I don't think. They have good so, shows
1: there all the time too. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited for that one. That's like March or further away. That was a birthday
1: uh, gift for me.
0: Oh yeah, nice. Sandra, yeah. Very nice. Um. All right, your turn.
1: So, and we talked about a lot on on the blank episode, and we literally just got done saying we don't really go back to it that much. I still do go back to Anthem Part Three. And it's just I don't know. I feel like if if that's all I come back to from this album, like for years ahead, I'm totally fine with that. It's such a great song. And I'm glad that we have it. It
0: and, is
1: it is so good. Yeah. It perfectly
0: blends into like a blank playlist you could put together too. So I saw the other day, they put out a music video for it and it was stitched together live clips of them playing other songs with anthem part 3 as like the music video and it got roasted by the fans cuz it was like extremely low effort for like an incredible song and blink took it down within like the hour and i i wasn't able to even find it and now there's like no music video for it that's wild! I didn't realize they got bullied <laughs> and taking it down. <laughs> I, that's that's from my understanding. I never actually saw it, but and I don't I don't know that anyone knows for sure why it got taken down. But it was getting roasted. I really wanted to find maybe I maybe I didn't search that hard. I feel like how hard could it be to once something's on the internet, it's there forever. But yeah, pretty sure that's what happened. But yeah, that song when it kicks in, what's it? Uh, like it's my life, it's my or whatever yeah. they sing. That might it's be Bon Jovi, but yeah, the end bridge. Yeah. it's my life. It's now or never. <laughs> 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 do, 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 do. <laughs> Those New Jersey podcasts anyone's ever heard. Okay, um i'm gonna go with finding your way home the last song off the front bottoms album just gives me chills every time if it means finding your way home you gotta go uh just the like eerie piano of it it's just like a song that like hits me in my core
1: i'm surprised this was the one you picked from that
0: yeah i went back and forth i really like so like
1: outlook or emotional
0: uh i like those um they're cool story songs and batman is cool but those songs to me feel like they're more he covers face about him about brian but finding your way home i felt like was something that like is speaking to like the listener more i don't know it just gives me gives me those feels for some reason i think it's like the tone of the piano but
1: what was the one let you go do two and roach because i want to know what song this is what's no shoes in the coffee shop is that hot mulligan
0: that is hot mulligan okay that's, that's another one with just like the lyrics of that album just keep me coming back non-stop and now that i know them well enough to to scream along to them it's it's just like i listen to that album like five times a day <laughs> i really it's so good but yeah that song uh no shoes in the coffee shop just it's about like uh just like having regrets and like beating yourself up over it and like just all this like i don't know emo shit but just gets to you a little bit uh, it's a great song gotta try them again because for some reason they're not like sticking i would say listen to the album and read the lyrics Okay. And if that, that doesn't do sick. it, if that doesn't do it, then maybe they're just it's not meant to not, be, not for you. But yeah, read read the lyrics. There's, I don't know. I'll I'll talk about it when we get to albums. But
1: I like the Armadillo Shell song of theirs.
0: Yeah, that's a that's an older one. They also Eagles. have two two singers, like, kind of old school, Taking Back Sunday style, which is nice. You got any more shout outs on this list? I do. Then we had uh, Olivia Rodrigo's vampire.
1: I mean, obviously that song is all over the radio now. The clean edit. Yeah. Um clear my throat there for a second. But uh <laughs> sorry. But that's right. But yeah, Vamp- like she was blowing up again this year. I mean not, not that she can blow up any more than she already was, but Guts was a big album. I know we didn't Well, we didn't mention our nominees for Album of the Year yet, but it was a little high school music, a little drama-y at times, but this was one of the best songs on there. And there's a lot of other fun songs on there, too, but there's other ones that made it not a nominee, (laughs) as I ramble about Olivia Rodrigo right now. But I also had um, Brass Bell was on here, which I think we can both agree with. Uh, R.I.P. Screaming Females again. Yeah. What a single that was, though. Man. i can't believe to go out on that note though like that's a it's a great single to
0: go out on so good i have a, a good clip of her from i don't remember what was Stoke for summer the other time the iron chic show but when that end kicks in and she screams and it goes in and down and uh it's just so good so good so good please don't stop playing guitar marissa and screaming um i mean we gotta shout out peaches from the super mario movie our boy jables our boy jack black that's right jb <laughs> um i also have lost by bring me the horizon on here that song is they're supposed
1: to drop it. that ep probably would have been a contender but they kicked they punted it to 2024
0: now i thought it was going to be a whole album it's just an ep it's disappointing but
1: their eps aren't that short because their last one was like i think like a half hour hold on that, getting the name getting the that, name where'd it go that was one of those post songs human. That... post human survivor horror survivor survivor <laughs> post human <laughs> survival horror there we go there's a 32 minute ep with nine
0: songs okay so that's that's essentially an album I mean that's nine songs, thirty minutes. Yeah, lost. uh, And so another post-human
1: EP is coming.
0: Gives me a little bit of Youngblood vibes at times because they're all, they're all Brits. They're all friends over there. Just the like the synth, the guitars. What the hell is fucking wrong with me? Stupid medicine, not doing anything. Ah. song is so good it's so fun i never like paid a lot of attention to that band but that single is one i've just hit repeat on in my car and let it like go through a few times and the next one is post is human
1: there. next gen interesting
0: All right. th- th- is there a date sorry did you say
1: did you say if there's a date no it's just going to be next year at some point
0: song of the year this is such a tough one do you know? Do you know what yours is gonna be? Are you are you going song of the year? Yeah. I mean, I think I know what you're gonna This is like a restaurant I want you to order first so I could keep thinking. Do
1: we say did we talk about life support yet?
0: Oh no, we didn't. Cause that's
1: <laughs> it's either the teacher or life support for me. I'm probably gonna go yeah. the teacher because it was the most played. So I feel like I have to.
0: Life support is so good. Life support's phenomenal though. <laughs> it's hard to like because life support's like a little silly. And the teachers like this like 10 minute epic about like his mom's last words. <laughs> like it's like so hard to like compare songs. Okay. My song of the year. I'm going. It's a tough one um it's close life support, the teacher but i gotta go no shoes in the coffee shop by hot mulligan even though like their song names are super dumb and it makes it hard for me to remember what songs are which which i'll rant about another time but yeah the song hits home for me a little bit and yeah just love a good emo band i could scream to in the car it's a lot of fun so Giving it to Hot Molly. All right, we have to try them again tomorrow. Yeah, uh, definitely read the lyrics. Way better. All right, we've made it to the the top, the big, the big question, the big thing that everyone wonders every year. <laughs> the reason everyone no yeah, the Audi. Album of the year. There's been there's been good ones, you know. I think by like June, we didn't think this year was gonna have shit, and it kind of turned around. Foo Fighters quick. came out. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we'll put that. We'll put that first. Foo Fighters, um, the White Album. <laughs> Remind me. Here name. we are. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Them in Blank with these white albums and three word titles. Very confusing. That was that album we listened to a lot. A lot. I think that won our mid-year album of the year award. It did. Yeah. Will it take this one? Will it? We'll find out. Um I threw Beartooth the surface on here. Um, I talked about it earlier. It's nice to have a positive album album to balance out all the emo albums. So I could have hot Mulligan telling me that I feel like dying. And then I could have Beartooth telling me to love myself. It's good. Good contrast. You need
1: that. Yeah. Perfectly balanced is all things should be. That's right. As balancing, Thanos
0: says. Balance and composure. They still do things. I think they came back. Huh. That's cool. I always like that album with the umbrella. Oh, that would have been a good. They're still around one. <laughs> Well, I don't know if they put out an album this year.
1: Yeah, we're Maybe so just reunited good. to play anniversary it's shows. So good at staying on
0: track. Name another album on this list while I look up Balance and Composer. Tiny Raindrops. Next
1: here, so. up. So I guess speak to this one because I don't think you were that crazy about it, but Boy Geniuses, the record. So this one bubbled to the surface multiple times throughout the year for me. It was when it first came out, when they played Coachella, when they played SNL. Like I go down the rabbit hole of this album whenever I hear the, these live performances which are better than the album so I'm kind of hoping they drop a live album at some point just because I think it's so much better than the recorded version which shows like how talented they are but as a whole like this is a good front to back like it shows what each of the three of them do well of course it's Phoebe Bridgers Julian Baker and Lucy Dacus and they're phenomenal and I'm glad they got their, uh, they got even bigger this year by playing like obviously SNL and headlining Coachella one night. So that's, it's a pretty big deal. So yeah, the record's definitely worthy of being a nominee.
0: They're huge. I think this album will probably be on the top of a lot of year, year-end lists. It didn't hit quite as close for me. It's kind of like you were saying with, with Hot Mulligan, like it just, I don't know uh but i did i really liked uh 20 dollars was good um satanist anti curse satanist yeah the more satanist like just,
1: oh, that that would have been a good song of the year
0: more gritty ones many. um we mentioned taking meds before i'll throw that up here um just yeah we talked about it a bunch but album worth listening to front to back non-stop deserves a mention um also, Hellmode, Jeff Rosenstock, another great front to backer, great lyrics, great guitars. He's the man. He's just the man. I didn't know it for so good. long. Now I know. Uh, Same in got, March. Yeah, we got hundred gecks, a thousand gex. Most the most
1: unique and maybe fun album of the year. There's nothing else out there that yeah. sounds like this.
0: We didn't do most fun, but I think this would have definitely. Taken that award, album's fun as hell. What was the one about? All over the place. Wasn't there one the frog eating flies or something? (laughs) Had some crazy song about a. I feel like it was a frog. Let's see if I can find it real quick. And the
1: one that just sounds like corn.
0: Yes, frog on the floor. That's the that's the that's it. Yeah,
1: Billy knows Jamie is the corn. Yes, yeah, yeah, that. Doritos and
0: Fritos. Yes. They need to tour with uh um Electric Callboy. I think that would be That'd great be a vibes. Fun show. You just call it the good vibes tour. The gecks. Yeah. Geck vibes. And then last two, the emo boys, um mentioned Hot Mulligan. Um that why would I watch? Yeah. Yeah. Great album. Love it. Golf is on. Um, yeah, thank you. Another great one. The song titles, though, seriously, like I listen to this album nonstop and then I have to Google lyrics to like find the song that I'm thinking of. It, I don't know.
1: They what are the lo fi ones. I know we're going off the rails again, but I just saw that. Uh,
0: I never listened to them. And then lastly, we have the Front Bottoms You Are Who You Hang Out With, with another just super, super solid release from New Jersey Band. This, I'll tell you right now, it's the front bottoms or Hot Mulligan for me. Jeff Rosenstock in third.
1: Run that through one more time. I just want to make sure I have the right order.
0: Um, it's between the front bottoms and Hot Mulligan, with Jeff Rosenstock in third. That's yeah, fair. Oh, but those are my Line top. Those are my top three. Where you're at. Yeah, um uh I'm a sad boy. I'm a sad boy who listens to <laughs> sad boy music. I embrace it. What are your what are your three? What are your three before we we take it home?
1: So I think I have to keep with uh the mid year. I think just that album is such a huge accomplishment in itself. And it's hasn't gotten old to me. I like, could still put that on and not be like oh, I cannot listen to this for like another year. It's like no, I want to listen to this like whenever it pops into my head, you know. Like more yeah. like not like unlike Blink. Unfortunately, like that's why they unfortunately were not nominated. But food definitely number one, and then <laughs> strong release. I'm torn between I think Boy Genius will take that two spot, but then I don't know who to put at three. If it should be Rose in Stock or Taking Meds. I think probably Rose in Stock though because Hell Mode was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's my three. All right. I like it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Hot Mulligan. Why would I watch for my album of the year? It's. It's it's just an album that that hits home. That. Yeah, I don't know. You don't. I don't get an album like this every year, and I I really really like this album um the front bottoms are right behind it for the same reason really the fact that there's two strong albums like that that resonate with me is just great and then i'm going hell mode third because jeff's got a lot to say and i like listening to him say it can't wait to see him he is the man yeah but i mean i like i like all the albums on this list and i i go back To all of them, except uh, Boy Genius and 100x, I don't really go to, but that could change. That could change. I like your idea, though, of a live album for Boy Genius. I'd like to see that. Make it happen. Yeah. 2023. In the books. We just got a nice fish garden show to wrap up the year. And then... We might even do a morning recap again. It was pretty fun last time. It was a fun recap. Yeah, maybe Goldie will be over too. You we'll do a the Goldie apparatus <laughs> post show pod. Um. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us, everyone. Um. We know this was a longer one, but just a lot of fun stuff to get to, and it, it, we struggle sometimes picking picking things. It's just hard to pick music, you know? And it's all special in its own way. So it's it's you never want to picking
1: your favorite kid, should they say.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's easy to pick a favorite, but not at the not at the cost of making other ones not your favorite. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, great year. Thank you everyone for listening, sticking with us. Um comment on the Instagram post that I'll put up and Please let us know what your favorite album of the year is because we want to know what you guys like, what you maybe agreed with or didn't agree with, or what we missed. Um, I know there was lots and lots of stuff that I'm sure we didn't talk about. So tell us, please. Um we love you all, and we'll see you in 2024.
1: Marco, it's Nudge. Nudge.